and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. I'd like to welcome everyone to our morning worship and prayer. And we've been going through the miracles from Genesis to Revelation, and we are highlighting some of the divine interventions over the affairs of men all throughout the Bible. And, and this time, we're going to be focusing on the life of one of the most respected prophets in the Bible, Elijah. I'd like to read this passage in chapter 18, verse 1 to 2. In contrast to chapter 17, this is the Lord's instruction to him at, at this time. After many days, the word of the Lord came to Elijah in the third year, saying, Go show yourself to Ahab, and I will send rain upon the earth. So Elijah went to show himself to Ahab. Now the famine was severe in Samaria. There have been famine in the land. Uh, the Lord has sent famine and instructed his prophet Elijah to speak to King Ahab to send that as a form of judgment because the people of God now under the leadership of a weak and wicked king named Ahab have, not, have now been serving Baal and the other gods instead of worshiping Yahweh. And because of it, the Lord has sent his judgment and through his word, through his prophets, but in response to this, Ahab and Jezebel decided to squelch the word of God by killing the prophets. And they have gone through three years of, of fam famine, three and a half years of drought. And now the Lord has spoken and he's now about to bring rain. And so he called forth the same person who declared the famine so now declare God answering the prayers of his saint by sending rain. And so we have read these passages of scripture. And, and in so doing, we realize that in this chapter, chapter 18, there's so much things happening. But I want to focus on the first and the last part of this chapter. Because in the middle, there were a lot of actions. There were a lot of uh, competitions between the prophets of God and the prophets of of, of Baal, but one thing is for sure, this has been sandwiched by the Lord's promise of rain. And we're going to see that in this passage of scripture. But I want us to know that the Lord responding to the prayer of Elijah is, it's a way of responding to Elijah's propensity to honor God. Sometimes we uh, we, we, we just declare, we just say that a person's prayer is so powerful. That's why, you know, that's why the Lord answered the prayer. And, and that's the promise from the scripture. But I want you to know the life of Elijah is a life of honoring God. And my prayer today is that you and I will continue to honor God in our lives, whether in famine or in plenty, that his name will continue to be glorified in and through us. And here are uh, here are ways on how to bring honor to our God. And the first one is listen to God's accurate pronouncement. Listen to God's accurate pronouncement. In chapter 18, once again, verse 1, it says, 
Go show yourself to Ahab and I will send rain upon the earth. This is obviously the opposite of what it says in chapter 17, which I want to read for us, starting in verse 1. It says, Now Elijah the Tishbite, Tishbite of Tishbe in Gilead said to Ahab, As the Lord the God of Israel lives before whom I stand, there shall be neither dew nor rain these years except by my word. That's how powerful Elijah was. And the word of the Lord came to him, Depart from here and turn eastward and hide yourself by the brook of Kirith, which is east of Jordan. The Lord has used Elijah to speak that there will be no rain for three and a half years. And he instructed him to hide himself. Well, three and a half years later, the Lord has instructed the same prophet, this time not to hide himself, but to show himself to Ahab because he's about to stop the famine. And I think it's very crucial for us to hear God's word as people of God, to be listening to his word, when to hide, when to show ourselves, what to speak, because the Lord is going to guide you and I. Let the word of God, I hope that those of you who have been watching this, that you don't just rely on our daily devotion here in our morning worship and prayer, but you have your own daily devotion. You have your own Bibles and your notebooks. Letting God speak in and through you, through the scriptures. Imagine Ahab, who had been suffering and going through this problem of famine and not having rain for the last three and a half years. You would assume that he will cry out to God and listen to God's word. I realize that suffering may not necessarily be the key for a person to cry out to God. We see here a man, instead of him listening to God's word, in spite of all, the, of all the sufferings of not having water in his city, you know what he did? He tried to squelch God's word by killing the prophets of God. And in fact, he wanted to kill Elijah himself. Could you imagine God says, show yourself to Ahab, while he, Ahab was trying to get Elijah and be killed because he hated the word of God. I want us to know that, you know, it's not necessarily automatic that people would cry out to God because of sufferings. There are times that out of rebellion, it's not about the word of God, but it's about their own pride and ego that is prevailing. We see here in the life of Ahab. And so, uh, he's more concerned about his animals than God's people who needed water. He, you know, there's some leaders like that. Their priorities are, are uh, confused. The nation, because of that, is suffering greatly because of leaders like this. They don't prioritize their relationship with God and God's people. They instead prioritize their ego and desire for more power and their properties and their wealth compared to God's uh, uh, provision. And so therefore, there's only one way for them to accept that, and that is through repentance, but he's not willing to. And so he's not willing to listen to God's word. So if a man would want to honor God, number one, listen to God's, um, listen to God's accurate pronouncement. That's what I want us to do. Like Elijah, he listened to God's accurate pronouncement. The second way to bring honor to God is lead God's ambivalent people. 
lead God's ambivalent people. In other words, even if the people cannot make a decision for themselves, let's faithfully lead His people no matter what. Elijah did the same thing. And, you know, Elijah rebuked God's people. And in verse 21, he says, And Elijah came near to all the people and said, How long will you go limping between two different opinions? Between two, two uh, different opinions. If the Lord is God, follow him. But if Baal, then follow him. And the people did not answer him a word. People have been limping into these many opinions. Whether to follow God, Yahweh, or to follow Baal. They don't even know what to do. They change their minds. Very ambivalent kind of people. And yet, not only that he rebuked them and challenged them to make a decision for themselves, you know what he did? Verse 30, I like this, this verse that made the turnaround of the entire story. Then Elijah said to all the people, Come near to me, and all the people came near to him, and he repaired the altar of the Lord that had been thrown down. Elijah took twelve stones according to the number of the tribes of the son of Jacob, to whom the word of the Lord came, saying, Israel shall be your name. And with the stones he built an altar in the name of the Lord, and he made the trench about the altar as great as he would contain two seas of seed. Could you imagine not only that he corrected God's people as a leader, here's Elijah leading God's ambivalent people. Not only that he rebuked, corrected them, but he repaired God's altar that had been uh, in, in, in pitiful situation for years. That's what I'm talking about when we talk about honor. Here's a man who is willing to honor God. Because of that desire to honor God, he was able to lead God's people in spite of the king that they had during that time. What else did he do as a leader of God's people? He, be, he relied on the Lord, verse 36. I'd like us to look at that, verse 36. And at the time of the offering of the oblation, Elijah the prophet came near and said, O Lord, God of Abraham, Isaac, and Israel, let it be known this day that you are God, of, God in Israel and that I am your servant and that I have done all things at your word. Answer me, O Lord, answer me, that these people may know that you, O Lord, are the God and that you have turned their hearts back. And we see here, we see here a man who had listened to God's, to God's accurate pronouncement. Here's a man who led his people, corrected if they needed to, and warned them, but at the same time showed them how it is to honor God by repairing the altar that had been in a mess for quite a while. And right here we see him crying out to God. And because of that example of a leader, we see how the Lord had responded. And the third, I'd like us to see the third way to bring honor to God is not only listening to His accurate pronouncement, to His word, leading God's ambivalent people, but at the same time, love God's almighty purpose. 
love God's um, almighty purpose. And what happened when he did this between the gods, God of, uh, of Baal and, the, and, the, and, and Yahweh? The Lord has responded. And he responded with fire. In, light, in, in contrast to the 450 prophets who been shouting and dancing and, and wounding themselves to, for, for their God to respond in fire, but no response at all. Ex but when Elijah cried out to God it, within a second that he prayed that prayer, the Lord responded with fire. Why do you think the Lord responded with fire? Not only that he responded in fire, I want you to see in, in verse 40, uh, 45. Verse 45 here. And maybe we can start in verse 41. Elijah said to Ahab, go up and eat and drink for there's a sound of a rushing rain. So Ahab went up to eat and drink and Elijah went up to the top of the Mount Carmel and he bowed himself down on the earth and put his face between his knees. And he said to his servant, go up now, look toward the sea. And he went up and looked and said, there's nothing. And he said, go again seven times. And at the seventh time, he said, behold, a little cloud like a man's hand is rising from the sea. And he said, go up, say to Ahab, prepare your chariot and go down lest the rain stop you. Verse 45, when you listen to this. And in a little while, the heavens grew black with clouds and wind, and there was a great rain, and Ahab rode and went to Jezreel. You know why God responded by fire when he built an altar right in front of all those prophets? You know why the Lord responded with great rain to stop the three and a half years of famine? Is it because Elijah honored the Lord and we saw it by repairing the altar? I believe that when we live the kind of life that honors God, the Lord is rewarding His people with His miraculous response. And, I, and, I, and, and that's the God that we serve. Some of you might ask uh, today, you may ask me and say, well, where is, where is the God of, of Elijah? I guess the question is not, where's the God of Elijah, the God who responded in fire and in rain? But the question is, where are the Elijahs of today? People of God who are willing to honor Him in spite of what's going on around them. No wonder why Elijah is one of the most respected prophets in the Bible. Hey, by the way, at the later part of this chapter, Elijah, after he has instructed Ahab to go to Jezreel from Mount Carmel to Jezreel, uh, that's around 50 kilometers of, 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 of uh, journey. You know what happened? Elijah ran before, uh, before Ahab going to Jezreel. This is the first round 50 here. The guy who ran 50 kilometers from, from Mount Carmel to Jezreel. And we all know in the next chapter, which we don't have time to go about it, go through it today. But in the next chapter, we all know that, a that Elijah ran away from God and ran around 
70 to 80 kilometers away, running, running away from, uh, uh, from uh, Je Jezebel. Well, that's another story that we can talk about, but he ran away. That's why I called Elijah the runaway prophet. But what you see, but what is the lesson we learn here today? Before we leave and we sing this song, I want to, I want to leave this thought to us as we pray, as we, as we sing. When we live to bring God glory, watch Him honor our lives miraculously. Yes, He will honor your life miraculously as you live to bring God glory. Let's worship Him today.
As we end this morning, I'm reminded of this same passage of Scripture in 1 Kings 18 that St. James in the New Testament quoted to drive a point. I like how he put it. If you allow me to read it, and then we will pray. It says in James 5, 16, the later part of verse 16, the prayer of a righteous person has great power as it is working. How many know we are righteous because of the blood of Jesus? And because we're righteous because of the blood of Jesus, do you know that your prayer is powerful and effective? That's why we make it our habit to pray and pray for other people and bless them as people of God. Because of the blood of Christ, we have been made righteous. And James promised in his word that our prayer is powerful and effective. And in fact, to drive a point, he quoted Elijah in verse 17, chapter 5. Elijah was a man with a nature like ours, and he prayed fervently that it might not rain, chapter 17 of 1 Kings, and for three years and six months it did not rain on earth. Verse 18, then he prayed again, chapter 18, we just went through it today, and heaven gave rain and the earth bore its fruit. May we learn. We, we, we call this morning devotion as morning worship and prayer because we believe in the power of prayer. Especially if the people of God will rise up and believe God and continue to honor God through His Word. Because I believe as we honor Him, as we lift up His name, even in worship, that He will respond to our prayers. Let me pray. Father God, thank you for everyone watching right now. Whatever they've been going through, just as we have seen in this passage, a glimpse of a man like Elijah. Yes, he, he was a, an amazing prophet, but James says he's like us, a man like us, that the prayer of the righteous is powerful and effective. And so, Lord, today, May you give us, Lord God, the, the, the desire to continue to honor you. Lord God, that even nature would be willing to respond because you are the creator of the universe and you dictate, Lord, the flow of nature. And even then, you can, Lord, respond to the prayer of the saints, even if it's about nature or even about as simple as, Lord, healing our bodies. Lord, I pray for those who are sick, that you touch them, Lord, as they're watching right now, this morning. I pray for those who are not feeling well, that you touch their bodies. Show them how powerful you are, even this morning. The Lord bless you and keep you. The Lord make His face shine upon you and be gracious to you. May the Lord turn His face toward you and give you peace. In Jesus' name, amen. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.